I just think that's a falsity, though, isn't it? Because if if you're like, I don't know what your workload is, but I can't afford to take the times I've got oh, off no. now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's yeah. So, what what the hell are these people? Yeah. So, is oh, so you're saying it's just uh, it's it's nonsense on the part of the company. They're just posturing, pretending like they're offering something that's impossible for any of their employees to ever take advantage of. It's like an all-you-can-eat buffet. They know yeah. that you can't eat any more than a couple of plates, <laughs> unless you're Homer Simpson. <laughs> unless you're Homer Simpson. All you can eat shrimp. Episode 463. It's a podcast. I'm Mike and I'm Sam. They see me mowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and nerdy. Welcome back, Sam. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been such a long time since you were here last. Feels like literally moments. About three weeks. I, um, like, was it? It's, yeah, three weeks. It was just before. Was it just before or just after Christmas? I can't remember now. Um, must have been just after. Oh, I think I wasn't working, was I? Which is rare. So you got me in a happy mode then, definitely. <laughs> you, you, you were, uh, you were using your vacation time. Is that? We, uh, you know, the, the Europeans and the British, unlike the Americans, actually get holiday to take every now and then. So I was using some of my holiday. Okay, so you have a special type of paid time off called holiday. That's not yes. just—it's not just one day. The actual holiday, it's like a whole week or something. It's—it could be multiple weeks. Really, and that depends. It's different depending on where where you work. Uh, well, it's all part of contractual. No, in fact, okay. There is government legislation as regards how many holidays you're entitled to as a minimum, yeah. which I think is a good thing, which is cool. Yeah, we have that But here. also, But again, that's yeah, like one day like at a time. Three days, isn't it? Like? <laughs> it's, it's eight, I think, for, and, for, um, for private uh, uh, companies. Anybody that's like a, a state or federal employee in the United States has many, many more holidays. <laughs> they get like Flag Day off and Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty well, much bank, think bank, of a day they have it off. Banking holidays, yeah. Bank, bank holidays, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we get we get bank holidays. We get actual holidays as well. Um, I think it's like 24 days a year or something like that, including bank wow. holidays. But Go if you've got a decent contract, you you know, it's part of it, it's part of the contract negotiation. Okay. How much time, how much time can you get off? But that's um that's your vacation time though. Well, vacation, it's all together. stay at home. Yeah. Like during COVID, nobody used any of the vacation time, which has caused like a real problem in England. Oh, because it, uh, it accrues? It doesn't go away? It does accrue. And a lot of companies went, okay, we understand you've not taken your holiday. We'll let you roll it over. So there are people now literally an entire month off. Yeah. Well, that's like federal employees in, in the US. They get, not only do they get extra holiday, days which are are separate from their vacation days they get extra vacation days and they have sick days and all of those i think roll over every year so like if you don't take your vacation days 
for like 10 years, you can like take a year off (laughs) with pay. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. But then you have to work for the government. So, you know, it's a trade off. You you guys do that differently. We don't get like sick days. Well, Well, we don't get like you can use five sick days a year. It's like you, depending on your company policy, you can have a sick day and it may or may not be paid. That's. Oh. Yeah, we used to have separate vacation days and sick days, but now most private companies just call it paid time off or PTO, um, and it's all rolled together. But so, just it seems like an odd concept. I'm going to specifically forecast five days this year yeah. to be intentionally sick on. Right, and what you had were were people would just call in. <laughs> I'm sick today. I got to stay home, you know, and do that five five times a year. <laughs> You know what? It, it doesn't. Unfortunately, with Uh-oh. HR departments now, does it? I'm terribly sorry. I've got a bit of a card. I don't think I'd be in the office. Today. I'm just going <laughs> to sit at home, and you know, and like you could completely do your job at home sick. I actually, I had a, a an argument with a wife about this one, and she, we have a difference of opinion. I, I, I see. She wasn't feeling very well, and quite rightly so. Like she shouldn't have gone. She shouldn't go into the office because she'd infect somebody. Which you know, I hate people going into an office who are ill and yeah. just turn up to make like twenty five other people sick. Yeah. Although that but, happens a lot less nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> One benefit of COVID. So she was like, "I think I'm going to have a day off today. I'm not feeling very well." And I was like, "Well, what are you going to do?" And she's like, "I'm going to sit and watch TV downstairs." I'm like, "Well, you could just sit at your office upstairs and carry on working, couldn't you?" And she's like, well, if, if I was at work, I would, I'd take a sick day. And I was like, well, you're not at work. You're at home and you're perfectly capable to sit in front of a keyboard and mouse. Um, <laughs> and then I didn't get fed for the next three days. So yeah. I think it was... <laughs> Won't make that mistake again. <laughs> no. May have, won, may have won the battle, but didn't definitely not win the war on yeah. that one. <laughs> I, I think I'm currently the only person in the UK with a cold that isn't flagging as Omicron at the moment as well, which... <laughs> uh, so apologies to the viewers who hear me sneeze, hiccup, cough, and hopefully not all those items at the same time, because I think I'd need to pause the video to go to the bathroom after that one. <laughs> that would sound like uh, Ferris Bueller on his keyboard when he just lays his whole forearm on it. <laughs> uh, well, I, I just... I thought Excuse I had a cough. <laughs> <laughs> every time i get off a plane or a train i catch a cold and it was no surprise to me this week i, I got a cold so i'm saying i feel rough but I'll, I'll get on with the job because that's what you do and then i got a an email off track and trace uh, our nhs service for covid saying you have been in close contact with somebody who has tested positive for covid <laughs> and it's like i've got a cold and now i've got a letter from the government saying You've been in contact with someone with COVID, but I'm still testing negative. So, wow, that's so. Great. I'm so I'm, glad we don't have that insanity here. They, they won't leave you alone as well. They've got. <laughs> I, I had five messages from them last night. I had like three text messages and two emails, like saying you you need to you need to talk to us. You should definitely talk to us about who your close contacts are. Yeah, they talked about contact tracing two years ago when, when this all started here. But I don't think you know, it didn't really take off. Like, I think if you have kids in school, 
like they do it, but it's there's no like there's no national contact tracing. <laughs> no, seriously. No, oh, God, no. No, we have this thing called the Constitution that prevents that thing from happening, like so vaccination nice, mandates. You know, <laughs> I think we're 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 about to lose uh, a big chunk of the NHS because they haven't been vaccinated, and they're uh, they're firing them all, aren't they? This week, I think it's this week. Yeah, they've been is that doing. How, is that... They've been doing that here, trying to force healthcare workers. In fact, that that was the the one mandate that actually did make it past the Supreme Court. Here was for healthcare workers. But they've been firing them, and they're totally Thanks. understaffed. I, you know what? I like. I'll, I'll, I've filled in all the paperwork. I'm, I'm gonna. I don't need to isolate. It says I don't need to isolate because I've been vaccinated. But common sense dictates if you've got, a, even if it's just a cold, don't go and annoy people with your cold. Yeah. Like don't go. It, it's just the polite thing to do, isn't it? It is. But you'd be surprised how many people just insist on going into the office. Where, where I work, my my boss used to uh, just send people home. Like, if you showed up sick, like, obviously sick, yeah. with a cold or whatever, like, you got sent home. No, go home. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to be here. You're not You're affecting everyone else. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm not being nice. It's just, it's going to cost us loads of money, and no one's going to be able to do any work if they get ill. But the problem is, people always swing the lead, don't they? And you get people who just go... <laughs> And then, like, I, I need an entire summer <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I know people who have done that. I'm, I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> well, back in the day but, when you had, we had separate vac- uh, sick days and vacation days. And the sick days were, you know, well, they're all use them or lose them. They go away at the end of the year. Oh, they don't, they don't accrue then. So you can't just get, like, well, 25 sick days pretty much every everywhere again this these are private companies every place does like a they'll let you roll five days over at the end of the year but that's it i've got a i've got a question for them we're, we're quite passionate about our holidays in the uk and we're nothing compared to like the germans and the europeans and the italians who don't seem to anyway i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bias an entire race on their work ethic so what I will say is, what do you feel about the tech giants at the moment, like Google and various other tech giant employees saying, you can take as much holiday as you like, as long as your projects get done? Yeah, why not? If you're I doing just, your I work. Think, I just think that's a falsity, though, isn't it? Because if, if you're like, I don't know what your workload is, but I can't afford to take the times I've got oh, off no. now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, well, that's yeah. So, what what the hell are these people? Yeah. So, is oh, so you're saying it's just uh, it's it's nonsense on the part of the company. They're just posturing, pretending like they're offering something that's impossible for any of their employees to ever take advantage of. It's like an all-you-can-eat buffet. They know yeah. that you can't eat any more than a couple of plates, <laughs> unless you're Homer Simpson. <laughs> unless you're Homer Simpson. Oh, you can eat shrimp. <laughs> Yeah, and, and if you eat two plates, I mean, you just you're just going to regret it later on, aren't you? When you realise you can't get, you can't put your jeans on, get into the car, or finish that project for January. <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah, I, I I agree with you there on that. 
Uh, I know it's it's not the right thing to do, but I mean, do you get a decent amount of holiday that you take each year? Yeah. So you don't have to give numbers, you do. Yeah. So do you what's what's your favorite thing to go away and do? Uh I we I never go on on vacation anymore. No. We we used to like to go to the beach, but uh my my wife doesn't like to spend money. My wife likes to spend money. <laughs> well, she likes well, okay. My wife doesn't like to spend money on certain things. <laughs> we she used to like to go to the beach all the time, but then that got too expensive or something and she would prefer to spend that money on shoes, I guess. To be fair, there's no reason for me not to go to the beach. I could go to the beach every every weekend. It's only an hour and a half away from where I am. Yeah, it's the about, problem is it's about four hours away from me. So it's eight hour round trip. By the time you get there, ready paddle, it's time to come back. You you pretty much need to stay overnight at least one night. Yeah. Do you get hypothermia when you visit your beach? <laughs> no. <laughs> we do. <laughs> is it ever? Is the water temperature ever warm enough to go swimming in? I mean, the definition of warm enough is there's a direct correlation with braveness and stupidity, isn't there? Really, more than so, eighty degrees or above? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I, yeah, no I have never been. To, I've never been to our coastline and been able to swim yeah. in warm water. I should I should kind of phrase that in warm water. Well, we're four, about four hours from the Atlantic Ocean, closest. About six hours from the Gulf of Mexico, which is the actual warm water. Atlantic Ocean is never warm. That's always cold. If you want actual warm water to swim in, like a warm sea, that's the Gulf of Mexico. I suspect that might be a little bit further away. In yeah, about six trips. about six hours from here. So the the water temperature in the, the beach nearest to me at the moment is seven point four degrees Celsius. <laughs> What's that like forty? Uh it is forty five Fahrenheit. Forty five, wow. So like that's gonna you get your you get your toes a little bit damp at that stage, but then you'll probably But people do it, people go out and swim at this temperature. So what what do people do? Just mostly sunbathe and Enjoy the scenery. In, in England, sunbathe. Come on, let's, let's be serious. <laughs> <laughs> we do enjoy wind and rain and drizzle oh. and fog. <laughs> no, we we have we have like precisely three nice days a year, yeah. um, which coincidentally fall on weekdays. I, I don't think we've ever had a bank holiday or, or a weekend that's been sunny and warm, sunbathable. Yeah, yeah. Today, when I woke up this morning here in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, it was uh, 25 degrees with a wind chill of 12, and there was 25. there was some snow outside on on people's roofs and decks and various corners of the yard where it had blown around. We got the minus t- three, minus three, I'm, I, yeah, minus three yeah. Celsius. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So, so stuff. Sorry, Fahrenheit. Stage, 25 right? Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I went out to the grocery store and, and did some shopping and, and very much enjoyed being outside in 25 degrees. It was exhilarating that, for me. Is that cold or warm for that this time of year? That is very cold for here. Um, well, this time of year, it's actually it's normal for it to get that cold, you know, at night to be in, in, in the low 20s overnight. Um, 
but it's not that's not like the regular low temperature okay it's rare for it to go below freezing um and even rarer for it to drop that low but it 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 has gone into the teens and i think maybe even the single digits on occasion but it's like a one it's like one night that it does that and then it immediately warms back up to normal again but where i'm no as i say where i'm from this is actually very warm for january 25 fahrenheit (laughs) that's why i was happy to be outside in my lightweight jacket (laughs) i mean no hat or gloves i'd say I'd say it's t-shirt weather for me, to be honest with you, or just you know ro- roll down the sleeves a little yeah. bit, perhaps. But um, it's been really warm here. It's been like like eleven degrees, which is unheard of on a January. It's coldest coldest month of the year. But what was a culture shock is I took myself off to Poland um, this week at last weekend. That's where you uh, you got your cold on the on the airplane. That's that's, that's what. What were you doing in Poland? Uh, Eating. Um, uh, drinking, drinking vodka, vodka. Uh, drinking, okay, drinking beer, eating. Uh, what's what is? Uh, what are those potato uh, things? Pierogi, pierogies. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, well, I, we, we was really lucky. We booked an apartment was actually just above uh, a milk bar, which is like Polish traditional food. Oh, yeah. But P- Polish traditional food isn't as attractive as a breakfast opportunity as you'd think. It's it's very potatoy. Yeah. <laughs> and pickly. Oh, I like Actually, like, I like pickles. I no, I can't. They make me um no no nope nope. I I have a pathological distaste to pickles. Really? Is it I, vinegar? I Is it the vinegar that you don't like? It, yeah, yeah, it's okay. a vinegar, and it's the texture of anything that's been pickled oh, as well. Yeah. So yeah, I don't like anything like that gets that gets mushy. I like my pickles to be crisp and snappy, like a Vlasic. Is that a brand right. you have there? <laughs> what what did you say? Velasquez. Vlasic. I think it's V L A S I C. Which is very no. like Slavic sounding for an American pickle company. <laughs> no, not a fan of pickles. No. Not a fan. You know they're fruit, right? We was that the last time you were on the show? We talked about that. Well, yeah, where wisdom was fruit. knowing yeah, wisdom was, was knowing a cute cumber's a vegetable, <laughs> and not a sex toy. Yeah, and not a sex toy. Yeah, <laughs> those are words to stand by and live by. Yeah. Almost, I'm going to say. Yeah, you were that. That became the episode title. So, thank you very much. And uh, it's. Uh, did you see the picture I found for that? <laughs> I no, I didn't. No, if you got it. <laughs> yeah, it's up. It's up on the website. <laughs> I Can't literally, remember. I googled. Uh, pickle or cucumber i think it's i can't remember if it was pickle or cucumber and i you know you when you do the google image search and it gives you the top bar isn't images it's actually ads for shopping things and that was the very first image for this like oversized plush pickle that the girl is cradling gently and kissing this just sounds wrong to be honest with you so i'm gonna go and have a look for it in a few moments (laughs) <laughs> so no we're just just a, a trip to be honest with you it's the first uh first flight i've taken in i want to say three years oh wow so it, it wasn't a pleasant experience no no business um, class no business i was it, the good news <laughs> is i was on the inside of the aircraft which is always a bonus <laughs> gets a bit nippy uh like i don't know 
18,000 foot or whatever they fly at. Difficult to breathe. So uh, we we have the uh, <laughs> we have terrible TSA. Yeah, we, you call them TSA. We call them um, less polite words. Airport security. Okay. Yeah. So I want to get a little bit personal for a few moments. Um, Please do. So I I fly a lot. This is this is my rant, by the way. This well, is, you this used to fly five, a lot. Five, but I used to fly a lot. I don't like flying at the best of times because I'm not exactly a small gentleman, and I get kind of into the planes and I don't like the whole repertoire of going through airport security. It's, it's designed to hold you hostage, remove all your worldly possessions <laughs> and the drink that you bought five minutes ago. <laughs> so you could buy another drink that's exactly the same, just the other side, which is now more expensive. Yeah. Twice as expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never been a fan of getting naked or partially naked in front of strangers. Um, <laughs> Not many people are. <laughs> And, you know, I, I like to think that if I'm going to be, um, if someone's going to touch me, but we've had a repertoire, perhaps a meal first, got to know each other. Um, so I, I don't like airport security, full stop. So you changed the rules this year. Well, they changed the rules a couple of years back, but because it's been COVID and I've not flown, uh, they've got these um, body scanners now in Manchester Airport. Okay. Was that where you, you kind of stand like that? Yeah. Yeah. Arms yeah. up, legs apart. <laughs> so I, I light up like a Christmas tree on those things. I, I'm missing an important organ, uh, uh, my large bowel, personal, uh, and I have a stoma, which is oh. just, you, yeah. That's not p- p- pleasant to go through any kind of security with, with one of those. No, so no, normally it's it's fine. Like I, I, I go straight through, no bother at all, and get on a plane and enjoy a nice happy trip. But I've flown hundreds of times, but now policy has changed. So I lit up like a Christmas tree when I went through this thing, and the guy comes over and goes, "Okay, we need to we need to pat you down." And I go, "Okay, fair enough, same thing as normal." And he gets to the uh, the stone when he goes, "Oh," and I went, "Yeah, it's a stone." He went, "Oh, okay, you need to come with us." I'm like, "What?" Well, what you need to come with us so i've got all my all my like you've got to take all your batteries out now and everything's got to be all in trays and your coins and your wallet so all my worldly possessions are now ringing their way through the x-ray uh-huh. and this guy just holds me off away from all of your stuff come. yeah all of my stuff yeah so i'm, I'm paranoid about that so i get into this tiny room with these two guys two big guys because i don't think you can be security if you're kind of a, a small gentleman can you can you request a woman in that situation? Uh, do you know, I think that'd be nice. I think it'd, it'd be nicer, but I think if you're a woman, you get a woman. If you're a bloke, you get two well, you, blokes. You, you, you. you could identify as a woman. I, I, I feel like I should have identified as a woman. Next time. Because no, it will happen you know again. I, it's going to happen again. And this is for points. So I kind of went in and we go, oh yeah, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna need to see the bag. And I'm like, you what? And I'm <laughs> getting a little bit. Little. Yeah, that's like, yeah, too far, uh, too far. A bit. So I'm like, no. I'm like, no, it's airport security. And I've like, since when? I've flown like a hundred and fifty thousand times. Well, it's no security now. So I'm in this. I literally, I'm in this tiny box room, like seven foot by. Seven foot by five foot with two gentlemen there going, we need to see it. So I'm like, oh, fine, I'll get naked. 
So I start taking my clothes off. Like, no, no, you don't don't need to do that. We just need you to just to touch. So I was like, no, if you're going to make this uncomfortable, I'm going to make it uncomfortable <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> Way to go, Sam. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, now we, you've got to touch it and we've got to swab you for explosives. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm like, if I'm going to carry explosives, that's the last place I'm going to want to carry explosives. But like, no, you, you, we, we, we've had issues now with people smuggling stuff through airport security. And I'm just like, how desperate are people to do that in fairness? So I, I, I have a chat with them. I've calmed down. I've got all my clothes back on. And I'm like, what, what is the deal here? And they're like, oh, no, airport security, yeah, airport security. If you flag up, you know, it's, it's been decided that you need to have this now. And I'm like, so every time I come through an airport future now, I'm going to have to have an instrument search. And they're like, yes. So my current plan is to identify now, as, as I'm going to put you as a woman, <laughs> and I think I'm, I'm going to just do it in public. And when a gentleman starts getting half naked and identifying as a woman in the uh, security hall, I think they might start to reevaluate the policy. <laughs> I look forward to your next report on this on this topic. Is is that before or after I get released from airport security <laughs> and don't actually get on my flights? <laughs> Because if I'm doing this, I'm, I'm doing it on a, a it, the, it won't be important when I need to get there on time. Because right. I'm possibly going to be um, it forcefully removed from the airport terminal. You're going to need to buy a refundable ticket. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, or take the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that was my, that was my airport experience. Wow. It was thoroughly unpleasant. And uh, yeah, not to be, not to be repeated in quite the same way. But it it just bugs me, and the reason I'm talking about it is because, like, I hate it when people say awareness, but I, yeah, I want people to be aware. But like, if if you see a guy getting naked in a security hall, I'm just like, you're now aware of why that's happening. I'm not sure your viewer audience is going to reach the Manchester airport side, but we can try. <laughs> wow, that's just yeah, that's not cool. No, not, not cool. Manchester Airport Security, or whatever you're no. called. But yeah, I can imagine if I was um, if I was a woman or identified I was a woman, that would be far more embarrassing for me. Yeah. Moving on. Anyway, I had a lovely trip to Poland. <laughs> <laughs> After you got there, yeah. <laughs> After. Oh no, it was terrible. Like that. That was that was actually the good part of the start of a trip. That was. Oh no! What the, hap- um, What happened next? The plane, um, the plane took off an hour and a half late, and it was a late flight anyway. So I meant we were getting in at um, half past midnight into Caracas. Did they? Did you have to sit on the plane for that hour and a half? Um, I, I'm, te- I'm, I was in a bad mood, so I, I shouted at a French person, which, which, yeah, he, he came over to me and he took my chair away from me uh, that I'd saved for my wife to sit on, on the chair, and I, I've just been a intimately searched by a TSA agent and I possibly wasn't as polite as I possibly could have been. <laughs> Understandably. Very articulate <laughs> with this French guy who just tried to run off of my wife's chair. Um, so he put the chair back where he found it and uh, we both sat down and he sat down the other side about 14 foot away from where I was. And I breathed out and I went, I'm sorry. That was, that was 
that wasn't fair. I said, I've had a rough day. And he went, yeah, I've had a rough day too. And I'm like, well, tell me about your day then. And so it was the second time he'd been to the airport that week because the first time he tried to fly from Manchester Airport, the um, security queue was three hours long and he missed his flight. Now, is this a guy who lives in France? Do you know, I didn't. He was French. He, he possibly lived in France. He might, might have lived in England. I don't know is the answer. And so he could have been stuck in England for a week? It's entirely possible. I'm going to get some absolute sausage shouting at him for stealing a chair. <laughs> so I, I try and have a personal rule of leave things as you find them, if not better. So I had to have a pleasant chat with him to make it better afterwards. And yeah, he'd, he'd had a hell of a week in fairness. So anyway, after I'd finished annoying French people, KSA <laughs> agents, um, shouting at a woman, not shouting, but politely asking her to get thrick out of my... <laughs> £55 upgrade for a chair with extra extra foot space on the plane. Somebody like, was sitting in your that? seat? She was sitting in my seat. I'm like, you know which seat you've got to get onto. You've got a ticket and everything. Like, you, At this stage in your life, you hope people can read. <laughs> so she just sat there and I'm like, you're in my place. And she's like, well, do, you, do, you want to, do you want to sit in my place? I'm like, no, because I paid £55 to have an extra... 30 centimeters of foot space <laughs> and she looked at me and i looked at the, at the the steward person and she's like you move please and i'm like oh, yeah okay so i've got, so I've got oh, mimi aircraft i'm late being that, abused that's like over a foot that's a lot of extra foot space that's like, literally yeah. extra foot space it's an extra it foot literally and, <laughs> and then some i i honestly don't think i've been able to do that flight without that extra 30 centimeters I would have had to chop off body parts. <laughs> and I was firmly considering chopping off my right arm halfway through that flight because it was interfering with a window. It's, it's, uh, our aircraft is just smaller. I think like, everything in the US is bigger. <laughs> you think the airplanes are smaller over there? <laughs> I, I'm absolutely sure the aircraft are smaller over here. Like the same three companies make all the airplanes? <laughs> I, I just think there's like a UK spec and an American spec. I mean, just <laughs> they have to be bigger for us larger Americans. You've got like you've got wider runways and bigger planes and bigger seats and well, we we have more land, yeah. So yeah, we can have wider runways or longer runways. But the, why would you build separate planes? That just doesn't make any sense. You got to have two bins of all the parts. But now you're trying to make it make sense, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, your planes are slightly smaller. We feel, I, I we, feel think, we feel bad for you. I, I think I'm going to have to be honest with myself and say I've probably put a little bit of weight over this lockdown period. No, and... no one has. Come on, stop. Um, Exc so anyway, excuse we... me while I unbutton my... Oh, yeah. Oh, God, okay. That's much better, yeah. <laughs> Don't fit into any of my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got I've got two special cupboards, one for all my current clothes that fit me and yeah. one for all the clothes that used to fit me, uh -huh. and hopefully I could get back to that cupboard at some point. I know, I know. <laughs> no, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. I don't have anything to take to to, to goodwill to the charity <laughs> this year. No no clothes because I'm still holding out hope that I can get back to pre COVID weight. My weight loss scheme is COVID, to be honest with you at this stage. Getting it? Getting getting COVID, yeah. I'm not sure it's medically approved, but I think it would work. 
<laughs> and he's going to lick some people. <laughs> so anyway, we, we land in Poland. All is well. Until I realise there's four inches of snow on the ground and it's minus 11. So I had checked for weather beforehand. I expected it to be a little bit cold, but... Minus 11 Celsius. Minus 11 Celsius, yeah. Which, which is... Uh... Isn't it like 12 Fahrenheit? That was the wind chill here this morning. <laughs> I, I've, I, you know, I've, I'll, I'll get on to wind chill in a minute, but I've just not... I've... It's just an exaggeration, isn't it? The temperatures of a temperature just don't stand in the wind. Right, yeah. Or cover up your skin. Or cover up your skin. I mean, if you're stood <laughs> out uh, in an in a nuddy and you need to account for wind chill factor, I think you've got more important parts of your life you possibly need to contemplate. <laughs> all all of the weather is is <laughs> is just hyperbole and, and scare tactics and fear porn. You know, we just had this big, this big storm, this big winter storm that they named Keenan. Like nobody's going to take that seriously. You need to curate your names for your your storms that you want people to take seriously. You know, it needs to be like Vladimir or something. You know, like nothing but Russian, <laughs> Russian. names. <laughs> nobody's I'm, taking I'm gonna... Keenan seriously. I'll I'll be impressed if they do the follow up storm called Cal. Yeah. <laughs> well, if are they both K? Start. Do they both start with K? Because we're gonna have to wait till next year for Cal. That would be a, that would be a tragedy, wouldn't it? <laughs> but yeah, new, poor, poor New York and Boston and the whole the whole uh, upper uh, northeast of there of uh, the United States, where where all the douchebags live. Uh, they got buried in, in snow, and it's super-duper cold. And the same storm that gave us, you know, what, like a, a millimeter of snow <laughs> overnight. And... Uh, full winter. Yeah, no, it's, it's made it to the UK. Pow- well, made it to the UK news. Powerful storm blows into the U.S. East Coast with up to up to two feet of snow. Yep. Snow, arm- snow Armageddon, apparently. A real one, not like the the fake one we had here eight years ago, nine years ago, eight years ago. It doesn't sound like you're bitter at all, and you're not holding on to that. <laughs> I bought new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, I, I learned uh, three, two valuable lessons in in entering uh, Poland. One was that uh, Brexit didn't really coincide to how I'd like to enter a country. Um, so now we have to enter the non-European route of an airport which you have to do all the time i assume if i but were to it go there means if you were to go there so you get a nice warm aisle for europeans that's staffed by happy people with heating <laughs> and then you get the post-soviet entry <laughs> with no heating and two angry armed security guards but frankly look like they've been discharged from a police for corruption scanning your uh, your passports and the um, they're also having to complete the track and trace COVID stuff as well. Yeah. And it seems... Well, you think they'd be good it, at, you know, checking people's papers. It would be. I, who, who cares if it's just it, one more piece of paper to check, right? I, I don't argue with people that look like or possibly have guns, <laughs> is my... Yeah. Is my motto. So you'd be amazed at it. No, I don't think you'd be amazed at the amount of people that just do not have their paperwork in order. And it took me two hours and 40 minutes to get through Ugh. customs. 
And the uh, the only entertaining part of that was watching the guy go in front of me with his wife, who um, hadn't obviously taken out roaming package on his telephone now, so we couldn't download any of his COVID passport or his exemption or his track and trace. He promptly told, can I, can I swear just a second? Do you want to bleep that out? Sure, go ahead. Told the Polish uh, passport control to fuck off. <laughs> Which, <laughs> well, that'll that'll help. But I thought, I definitely <laughs> thought. Do you know what's going to improve the situation? Bad language, <laughs> because that always speeds up entry oh, to yeah. another country. <laughs> uh, he turned to his wife and he says, "This, we'll just go back." Did he leave? <laughs> he, he he was taken away oh. from the. the he was taken away and never seen again. I, I didn't see him again. So, <laughs> I, I, but I just, you know, you're gonna, you, you've got to play the game. You've got to play by their rules. Smile, be polite, be courteous, produce the right paperwork, and hopefully you won't get interfered with or rejected forcefully from the country. <laughs> so we, we never, we never saw him again, and he didn't look very happy. And then we had to get a taxi, um, which seemed to be. The play that game crazy taxi on the on the um Sega Saturn. What? You ever play that game crazy taxi on the Sega Saturn? On what? The Sega Saturn games console? Sega Saturn? I've never even heard yeah, of we're, that. We're, we're going back a little bit in fairness. Oh. No, I I don't I don't have any game consoles. Ah, oh, okay. Well I was picked up by a crazy crazy Polish person at one o'clock in the morning, with now four inches of snow blowing sideways across the road, he thought it'd be an incredibly fun idea to overtake every car <laughs> possible on a completely slick, uh-huh. ice-covered, snow-covered road. Why not? Um, I, I only reached for the Jesus handle once when I saw an oncoming snowplow in the opposite direction around the corner. Yeah, so I think I, snowplow, I that. snowplow beats taxi in snowplow. that game. <laughs> in a game of trumps, snowplow is always going to win. But <laughs> I mean, the benefit is he would be closer to the accident than I would be at the front of the car. True. So at um, least you had yeah, but, him in between you and the snowplow. I had I had an engine, him, an airbag, and then me. it would have ended badly. For, it'd like be a really bad game of snap. It would have it would have ended badly for him. So yeah, we got there, and you know it was hassle free. It was such a nice, pleasant trip over there. Uh, I my blood pressure was completely normal by the time I'd arrived, and I was ready to start the weekend. But yeah, the joking aside, I was pretty no. <laughs> I was very angry. <laughs> so you will never go back to Poland again. Oh, do you know what? I think it's the new normal. I think this is just what you have to accept nowadays. And perhaps if I, if I travel again, it'll be done over a, a slightly longer period rather than uh, three days. Trying to cram it all in, yeah. I mean, the great news, like getting back into the UK, it took me 17 minutes to get through the airport, which is the complete opposite of entering Poland. <laughs> so, so 17 minutes from landing to getting in the car once I landed back in the UK, which I thought was impressive. Yeah. They make it really difficult for you to leave, but extremely it, easy for you to come back. Exactly, yes. From another country. It seems like it should be from, the opposite. 
It should be really that's easy to leave and really difficult to come back. I mean, like, I, I could admit, it was. It, I've only had any easier entry into the country when I went to Ireland, where I, where I was still moving past passport control on my motorbike, and they asked if I had a COVID passport. I said, yes, do you want to see it? And they went, no. So I just went straight through. <laughs> well, as long as you have it, then. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> So that was about, that was my uh, that was my international travel trip. Wow! And I can say it's international now because yes. we're no longer part of the European Union. No, people get really up- uppity about we're part of the landmass. Obviously, you freaking idiots! Yeah. I understand that we're not part of the um, geopolitical. Political, yeah. Is Pol- yeah. Poland is part of the EU? Poland, yeah, Poland's okay. part of the EU. Okay. I mean, I oh, guess like, they. Ukraine wanted to be part of the EU, but we all decided that would be a terrible idea because we didn't want Russia to invade us. <laughs> and good for you for seeing that one coming, because that any day now. <laughs> I mean, Speaking of Vladimir, <laughs> I would be nervous if I was in Ukraine right now. Oh, yeah. Or any country bordering Ukraine, <laughs> other than Russia. It's I, I'm 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 suspecting there won't be a full scale invasion. I think they'll take a couple of cities. They might take is it Kiev? Yeah. Um, but it's far easier just to install your own political dictator, um, as the the US have figured out. <laughs> <laughs> We're no strangers. Why to invade them when you could just put someone in power? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was completely uncool. It Sorry, always works out to your advantage. <laughs> so you you've got some news you want to yeah wanna yeah that's a that's that's a, a a great segue to the news. How about space news? You like space, space. don't you, Sam? I like space. Do you know why I like space? Why do you like space? Because there's a minimal number of people out there likely to touch me. I suspected that was going to be your answer. <laughs> and I totally agree with you. Space is great. There's, there's a lot of space in space. <laughs> and not a lot of other humans. Do you know, I was going to make a GPU joke then, and I don't think I can even make it here. So I'm going to move on to my space news. You have Did space you know, news. I have space news. Oh, so do I. Well, you go first. Okay. Okay. Did you know that SpaceX are accidentally going to hit the moon with a rocket? SpaceX is going to accidentally hit the moon with a rocket? Yes. Okay. No, I, I had so, not heard that. So, uh, on uh, on the March the 4th, 2022, okay. they, uh, they're, they're pretty sure a Falcon 9 second stage is going to slam into the dark side of the moon. <laughs> what Which, is, is, I mean, like, is this is this one that's already up there it like hurtled it, out of earth's orbit on accident it's it's been floating about for a while i think since 2015 if my notes are wow right. so uh they kind of just they they didn't have enough fuel to put it like in a proper kind of parking orbit out of the way so um i think it's one of the first times we've inadvertently hit the moon with something we didn't intend to <laughs> I mean, we've hit the moon plenty of times for stuff we intended yeah. to. Including and people. I think chi- it was people. And <laughs> China 
China's moon rover, I think that ended up over uh, 150 metres smeared across the side of the moon when it didn't decelerate. <laughs> but uh, this is the first time we've actually hit the moon with something that we just really didn't want to hit the moon with. <laughs> Whoops! Sorry! Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> imagine if you lived there and just firing space garbage over. It's, it's a good thing we haven't uh, built a, spa- uh, you know, a, a colony, a space station or whatever on the surface of the moon yet. I just think it's really cool that we're going to... Well, I mean, it's it's not cool, is it? Like, it completely isn't cool. It just, it's like littering, isn't it? Yeah. You don't chuck <laughs> stuff out your car window and just hope for the best. Well, it's one, le- one less piece of space junk orbiting Earth. True. My parents <laughs> always told me to not drop litter, though, and I think oh, someone yeah. needs to have a chat with Elon Musk about throwing shit at the moon. <laughs> He's got form for it, though, this guy, hasn't he? Because he, didn't he launch his Tesla into Mars orbit or something? He, I think he launched it at Mars. But that yes, was a while ago, yeah. so it, it should have made it there by now. It's, I, it, we can't be doing this. <laughs> this stuff's going to come back to haunt us. <laughs> it's going to come back with, like, a, you know, a bald chick. <laughs> a bald? Oh! <laughs> In a, and it'll be a, re- a really, really bad movie. But it'll be real. <laughs> wasn't wasn't like one of the first Star Trek films. That's what something. I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, okay. Star Trek the motion picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With with Voyager, but the it had gotten but, hit with a meteorite, so it said Viger. That's it. But well that's that's gonna um think of the next year. Was it Voyager two? Is gonna finally die? What do you think is gonna be a really, really sad state oh. of affairs? Still though, it's, that's um, what, forty something years? It's not bad. It's it's got one of these little um, nuclear reactors that kick out heat. TNG is going to yeah, it's going to run out of juice basically, which is which is sad. So yeah, uh, Elon Musk leaving litter everywhere. <laughs> We've got the successful launch of the James Webb Telescope, which is freaking awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a, a little while back, wasn't it? Depends on how far you want to go back with this one, to be honest with you. Like, they finally launched it now, which is great. It went off without a hitch. They've kicked it out into the, um, they've kicked it out into like a really far orbit between Earth and the Sun, and they're going to get some really cool data out of this. What I didn't realize was do you know, the James Webb telescope started out conceptually in 1996. That's, it's a, taken that's a long time 20, to develop a telescope. 26 years to get this thing up and running, which is about like, I think that's quite quick for your government, isn't it, for a project? (laughs) Well, NASA's got so many other important things to do, like fight racism or whatever social justice nonsense that they're wasting taxpayer money on in a space uh, agency. Space agency, yes. We need space police. Seems, Seems like that's a bit outside their purview, but what do I know? So yeah, twenty. Do you imagine like twenty six years running that project? You definitely have grey hair by the time you finished it. <laughs> I, I, I want to frame this. I want to frame the guy this, in like, charge because... of it started as an intern. <laughs> <laughs> he was a temp. <laughs> I, I, I want to frame this to kind of cement the timescales we're talking about. Like the um, AMD had released one of their first processors that they'd entirely developed on their own called the K five. We had lightning speed of 133 megahertz. Megahertz, yeah. I was gonna. 
guess it hadn't um, hadn't hit the Duke gig Nukem yet. Duke Nukem 3D was released in, released in 1996. Uh, Google was founded, I think, in 96. And IBM first beat the chess guy in 96 as well. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how you'd manage to run a project with the diversions of technology over that prolonged period. Like, at what point do you scrap what you have and start over with whatever the new thing is? Exactly. And how many times did they do that in 26 years? I think they, yeah, they they started the project again in 2005. So I don't know how, whether that was like a ground up reboot of it, but like, I mean, just even the the electronics you'd be using to do the imagery and the, the systems and I, I don't know how you'd plan for that. I, and I don't know how you'd plan for even the space vehicle that was due to launch. It would have probably been out of action by the time that thing went up. So, I mean, fair dues to you. I mean, that's it's not a replacement for Hubble, but it's it's going to bring some pretty cool imagery up. So that was my... Uh, that was my James Webb. And do you know the main difference between the James Webb telescope and Hubble telescope? I do not. So Hubble is kind of... James Webb has Wi-Fi? It probably does, in fairness. <laughs> it's got 5G. It's, it's, it's all... <laughs> That's they why they couldn't launch that. it, because they couldn't get clearance but... at, at the spaceport, yeah. you know, because uh, that 5G is interfering with all, all of the space vehicles. It would cause interference on your planes that all got grounded for 5G. <laughs> um, it's probably RGB'd up and, uh, you know, but um, no, uh, it's James Webb is IR, infrared-based. Oh, okay. Which I think it means it can capture more of the stuff that's red-shifted out of, out of through time. Okay. So a Hubble is visual fast. light? Yeah, have Hubble's visual and uh, visible light. One. Sorry, not visual light. Duh. UV, <laughs> UV and visible light. Oh, Hubble is UV as well. Okay. Yeah, but it's. I mean, you're not going to get the same imagery out of James Webb as you are. Right. But it's all coloured anyway and processed, so you're like you're still going to get your fancy yeah. pictures and stuff. Yeah, fa- so, false no, color that's... images and all that, so that you can see. Well, I think you can also see through dust grains with IR as well, mm. or something. Probably, but most of the observable universe can't be observed in our kind of time. Imagine how cool it would be if you could see X-rays. <laughs> <laughs> Everything would look much busier. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you could see more of a spectrum, there are some people who can see uh, uh, IR. I know that much. Really. I hadn't heard of yeah, that. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it's well, you've got just to do with your eyes, isn't it? I, I, they can see some of the range anyway, I think. I could be talking absolute dribble, but I'm sure that there are some people that can see slightly into the IR or um, infra, uh, ultraviolet range. I know that uh, some creatures can see different wavelengths than humans can. Are you searching right now? It went uh, somewhere I didn't want it to, so I closed it. <laughs> I don't. I don't possibly know where that could go. To be honest with you, unless you're using some interesting search terminology. Well, no, it went. It went to. Uh, it went to the Wikipedia article for light, and I'm like, I'm not gonna scroll down in this. I, I don't have time for this. No, this is. 
This is 26 pages long. Join us for a special episode of Nerdburger where we do nothing but read one Wikipedia article. No. Um, cats, 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 my favorite subject. You, uh, you seem to have an issue at the moment with, not you personally, but the Americans seem to have an issue with cats sitting on the Starlink dishes because they're warm and toasty. Oh, really? Yeah, but the, um, the Starlink satellite dishes are heated so they can melt the snow. Okay. But, like, cats also like heated things. Sure. So... The cats have been sleeping on the Starlink dishes. <laughs> well, you know what the solution to that is? You just uh, open up a magazine next to the Starlink dish or newspaper or really any papers. Just put, nail them up to your roof. The cat will lay on that. Or a laptop. You could just put your laptop next to it and they just lie on the keyboard. Yeah, but that's they, they do that because the laptop is warm. But there's it something about to... paper that humans are trying to read and write on that cats really love to lay on top of them. I, I've never had that problem. Your cats don't do they have four cats and none of them lay on papers. Nope. That must be an American cat. They don't like the paper rustling. Really? They really don't like silver foil. Yeah, that makes sense. They don't play with the paper bags though. Oh no, they play with paper bags, but I don't tend to write on paper bags. Ah, so yeah. Starlink warm dishes cats ruining internet connections i mean i would totally sit on a starlink dish if it was warm but i think i'd break that starlink <laughs> uh, I, I think the the fix of this one is just to put them into more interesting higher places really isn't it and when we could have a competition to see whose cat sat in the highest starlink dish <laughs> Um, we could then test the. Uh, we can test the. Um, uh, I wouldn't say it's a philosophy. We can test the uh, working idea that it, it, it's impossible for a cat to kill itself by falling over a certain distance. Yeah, you just build build taller and taller towers for your satellite dish. I I don't know who found this one out, but the terminal velocity for a cat <laughs> is science. This is this is science. This is. Terminal velocity for a cat is insufficient to kill it. Really? So, like, yeah, no, really, you could drop a cat from like a nine-story building, and, and someone's definitely going to take you to court for it, and possibly social and animal justice. But the cat will survive, providing it doesn't land on anything sharp and pointed, or its head, um, or its or no, they always they always flip over. Don't they? That's why they to twist and so they just break their legs. No, but no, they don't break their legs. What? They're, they're absolutely. They will land. Terminal velocity for a cat. It, it will land. It will be don't, it will be pissed. But <laughs> it will survive without anything broken. If it's a healthy cat. Like, there was a whole thing where, like, um, they couldn't understand why these cats were um, falling from a certain range of blocks. Like, and if they fell from, like, one or two levels high in New York, like, they were dying, unfortunately. But they realized the higher these cats fell from, the less they were dying. And it all it all relates to um how the how much cat the time has at terminal velocity to rotate itself so it lands on its legs. Yeah. Cats reach terminal velocity at sixty miles per hour or about five stories of freefall. Whereas humans don't reach that same speed uh that same speed until 120 miles per hour. That's poorly written. Humans don't reach terminal 
their own terminal velocity until 120 miles per hour. Also, cats have an ability to relax while falling through the air. So they survive falls from just about any height. What if you threw a cat out of an airplane? (laughs) (laughs) You'd need a little oxygen mask, wouldn't you? So that would be the important thing. Well, like a a prop plane flying at like 3,000 feet. Like, you know. One one that humans are jumping out of with parachutes. I, 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 I love cats, and I would not like to find that in fairness, but we've done some horrible things to cats, haven't we? We brought them up to zero gravity. Have you ever seen a video where we have cats in zero G? I don't think so, no. Do no, they not like it? Like, surprisingly not. No. <laughs> no, we didn't like it. <laughs> Is it just a bunch of uh, meowing and screaming? Do you know what? You'd you'd need to be suited up, wouldn't you, to be in that plane? Because if a cat got hold of you while it was floating around, you're going to need some to shreds. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There'd be a lot of little, tiny little blood droplets floating around. We did it on that plane that just... um, Yeah, the vomit comet. Vomit comet, yeah. You imagine the first guys who did that go, we, halfway through, we've made a terrific mistake. <laughs> and they just come down covered in blood and cats. <laughs> like, next time we do this, lads, um, let's let's section this area of the plane off. And, yeah, it's... What's that back there through that door? Well, that's the cat room. The torture chamber, couldn't it? Just put someone in there to talk. <laughs> Not the cats again. <laughs> it's got a high pressure water hose mounted on the wall, so you could spray down like some a lot of grating on the floor. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, uh, one more thing. Because I keep I keep forgetting to do this, and uh, we are recording this in January, but this uh, will post in February. On Groundhog Day. Happy Groundhog Day, everybody. Um, but because this was uh, January and still is for us here in uh, our time warp recording this episode, I could not let this episode end before wishing Sam a happy National Hot Tea Month. If it's property, I'm completely on board. If it's iced tea, then when we can't we can't talk about this. No, you don't like iced tea. I think it's sacrilege. Really? I only like iced tea. I don't like hot tea. I prefer coffee. I prefer, as as stated on this show last week, uh, I prefer bean water to leaf water. There's there's a time for bean water and there's a time <laughs> for leaf water. Okay. That's well, I understand. There's you... never, so there's never a time for slightly tepid chilled leaf water. Okay. Slightly so. tepid. <laughs> what about sweet tea? We we do have that, and it it ends up like on the sixth shelf up because no sane, rational person drinks it at all. So no, we we have it. I I will not partake in okay. such a uh, yeah tea is like you're frowned upon if you put milk in tea over here. Really, really, there but, are yeah tea purists, but snobs. I would snobs. say it would be. A, Snobs. And like to, even if you use a tea bag, you're supposed to use this little piece of metal where you put your little tea leaves in here. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, if you're gonna do something, do it properly. That's Don't some just bang a 
teabag of Ketley's at a wall and see what sticks. That's some next level leaf water snobbery. We shall perhaps discuss that on my next visit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we will talk excessively about tea. Excellent. Uh, also, uh, happy Sunday supper month. Happy oatmeal month. Happy soup month and happy slow cooking month. So tomorrow on Sunday, as we're recording this, or or I guess uh, next January, as you're listening to this because it's already February, you can have a, uh, let's see, you could have oatmeal soup that you slow cook for Sunday supper and celebrate all, all of those months at once with some hot tea. While watching Groundhog Day. And then watch Groundhog Day. This has been your national, and that's the United States, although I think the UK, it's pretty much, you know, in the the English-speaking Western world, these are all the same, Um, that that, that have, those are your commemorative things for January. I think there's too many commemorative things. That's my point. Things have a day. That's my point. (laughs) I feel like I deserve a day. (laughs) You deserve a day. Okay. We all deserve a day. I think that's our birthday. Isn't that our past? Yeah. <laughs> that's... We get that. That's, that's probably, you know, I feel like for a national telephone day or national Skype day right. or national COVID day, <laughs> we probably are going to have a national COVID day at some point in fairness, but. Yeah. So in February, you can, you can look forward to uh, Great American Pies Month. All February long, we're talking great pies of America. It's a bit self-celebrating, isn't it? Yeah. Why, why, why not all pies? Why can't you be inclusive of all pies? Why can't it just be American pies? What about all those other pies that are now going to be offended, but they don't have their own national Spanish pie day? How about National Cat Health Month, since we talked about cats? Can't be very healthy for them to be sitting in the... The Starlink dish Starlink. with all those radio waves or whatever <laughs> that are making it hot. Also cooking the cats nothing. on the inside out. We just go ding every 35 minutes and we jump off. <laughs> it's, it's for actually a National Cat Health, uh, Cat Health Month. Yeah, February. Yeah. I feel like these are just set up by businesses to sell stuff. Probably. It's also National Bird Feeding Month. National Canned Food Month. Well, that's not national. It's just Canned Food Month. So that's Worldwide Canned Food Month. I'm looking for words for... <laughs> who who gets to decide these things? Wh- whoever wants to, I guess. Just, and and put like, it, you put it on the internet so that this uh, website that aggregates them all together finds it, and bam, it's a month I'm gonna make. I'm going to make a national something of something month. It, it's going to be my new life goal. Okay. To to make to make something a national something of something and something that's not been done before. I you think, think that's the important thing? Well, well, can we look forward to you announcing what that is on on your <laughs> next appearance on Nurbur? I'm not gonna. Lie. I think it's gonna take a little bit of time to sort out. It's not one of these things you can just throw together in fairness. Okay. So, but we we will look for that at some point in the future from you. Uh, but I'll say I did that. I mean, that's right. No way of proving that I didn't do that, so I'll just assume that it's 
me and we can all just agree on that. It's <laughs> Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. Well thank you for thank you for having me on again. Sam, thank you. Whoops. And that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I hit that on accident. <laughs> yes, thank you for joining us again. We'll look forward to your next appearance where you may or may not tell us what your special month celebration is. And I will endeavor to bring more interesting gibberish in terms of space news and stupid things that bother me but shouldn't bother me and cause me to get angry and upset and complain a lot. Sounds like fun. Welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now is the point in the show where you ask me where they can find us. Where can we find you? Where can we find Nerdburger so we can listen to Sam Wingin for an hour? <laughs> they can find us at nerdburgershow.com. Email us, nerdburgershow at protimail.com. And don't forget, hashtag cancel Nerdburger. Join us next time on Nerdburger when Sam returns for part two. You're dying? Uh-oh. <laughs> Is it serious? Uh, I don't know. I hope not. Think I may need a kidney transplant. Shit. Are you upset? <coughs> Excuse me. Think you'll be alive this weekend? Yeah, I'd say I will. Great. Maybe I'll see ya. Bye. <coughs>